Ben Durant wrote this last year and is now finally out at bluerosemag.com. Supplies are very limited, so you gotta get yours today. This book contains over 100 interviews with cast and crew, community commentary, and of course, us. For example, here are some of the fine folks you'll find in this wonderful book. Krista Bell. Charlotte Stewart, David Patrick Kelly, Jim Belushi, John Neff, Scott Frost, Cheryl Lee, Matthew Lillard, and the one, the only, Kyle McLaughlin. So get your copy today at bluerosemag.com and don't be left out. Now please, I must go back to reading my own book and tending to my fire. to this week's edition of Twin Peaks Unwrapped. I'm your host, Brian Kozowski, and beside me as always... Ben Durant. There's Ben. Hey, Brian. So today's show is the feedback show. The we, feedback yep, show. Yep, we're just kind of collecting uh, uh, messages from Facebook, Twitter, uh, our email, and uh, all those, uh, all that great feedback that we've gotten about the show and thought we'd share yeah. it and discuss it. And it's funny how we, we get so busy doing this show, sometimes we don't st- step back and kind of talk about... You know what we've done already. Like, yeah. You know, sometimes we make mistakes, and it's a retrospect. Yeah, it's a retrospect, and it's what is a better what better time than uh, in December than to look back on uh, what we've done. So uh, I will get started on uh, well, yeah. Well, I have to say, I have to uh, say a big thank you to the community for um, joining us on this journey and getting to this point. And as, as everyone's noticed, we're kind of taking this month off from doing episodes. And it's not because we, you know, we're not going to do episodes anymore. We're going to continue in January with 17. But we felt it's the holidays. People are busy. Uh, if people are following us and they're watching the show, maybe they just don't have time. And I think just to throw out these interesting episodes for this month, yeah, fits. I also know. thought it was a nice. It's just a nice break to kind of end with the Laura Palmer mystery, and then kind of take a break, and then come back and see, you know, w- what direction does the show go in, you know, when we yeah. start the next ha- half of the s- second season and stuff. So, like yeah. you said before, and uh, a new year, a new mystery. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so <laughs> that's what we're gonna do in January. We will continue with uh, Twin Peaks season two, but uh, today's a feedback episode. And we got a lot of feedback. Yeah, it's really cool. And, you know, some of these might just be comments that directed to us, and some of them will be questions, and we'll just, you know, go one by one. The good, the bad, the ugly. We're going to go through it all. So Devin from Twitter, uh, he's at Hobo Salary. Uh, He says, Twin Peaks Unwrap. 
Enjoy the first episode. Cool to hear someone make the comparisons to Bates Motel, The Killing, etc. Twin Peaks was influential. So he's like, I think he really likes that we do talk about that, hey, there's these other shows that, you know, maybe they wouldn't have even come about if it wasn't for Twin Peaks. Yeah, uh, and I have grown to appreciate Twin Peaks more. Like, I watched those shows, and then when we did this show, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know, like... The connections are there. Like, right. and I never knew this. How dare I not know right. that? Like, I was just like, oh my God, yeah. yeah. Twin Peaks, really? It'd really. be fun. I mean, something to look at next year, but it would be kind of fun to, if we could get, like, maybe one of those creators from one of those shows, like Bates Motel, you know, Carlton Cuse or something. I mean, that's wishful thinking, but it would be kind yeah. of cool to have him on because he said, hey, you know, that, that Twin Peaks really influenced him in making uh, Bates Motel. And yeah, stuff. They, so, he said it's like Bates, Mo- Bates Motel is like if Twin Peaks continued. Yeah. yeah and that show uh, alone, Bates Motel, it's weird because they got the whole drug ring going right. and all this side stuff. Yeah. And, you know, Norman kind of becomes not the centerpiece anymore. And you have all these like, other characters that they focus on. And it kind of is very Twin Peaks-ish. Right. You know, it's in that cool. sense. Yep. Yeah. So Evan Martin uh, at Dis- Disputable Evan in, at, on Twitter, he says, Unwrap, uh, Twin Peaks Unwrap, having just started the show last night, what would be the best course of action for trying out y- your guys' podcast? So he's basically saying, you know, where, where do I begin to, to listen to this? And I did In the resp- beginning? <laughs> Well, you know, I, I I did respond to it on Twitter, and what I said is like you could start off with episode one, yeah, which we do, and we do have zero too, which is what was that like a ten minute? It was kind of us kind of introduction, introduction to us and stuff, yeah, just who but, we are, yeah. You could start off on, on on our first podcast, but then you know look at the title of each podcast because sometimes it will say spoilers, and and it'll, if it says that, you might want to skip that one for a while and stuff because sometimes yeah. those, those episodes might reveal the killer or it might just talk about plot lines in the future i think we had you know joel Bac- Bacco on one time and and brian you were ahead and so we kind of went into season two and you know where we were in we were still on season one and stuff so, exactly, the, so yeah. those are the only times if you if you see the word spoiler in the title i would recommend maybe skipping those unless you know, of course, you've already seen Twin Peaks, and you don't mind, you know, hearing about that stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. We we jump around a lot as people have commented on. Right. That. I don't. I think some people. I don't think it's it, frustrating, it, and frustrating. I understand. But at the same time, I think people enjoy getting to hear interviews and other things that we're doing. Mm. And we wouldn't be able to do the show every single week if we didn't get ahead and give ourselves a little buffer. And and yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we we have lives outside of the show. We so. <laughs> somewhat, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, so the next. Next one is, let's see here, we've got uh, Glenn H. Shepard, tweet, uh, yeah, he's on, he's on Twitter as well, at Twin Peaks Unwrap, P.S. I have enjoyed getting lost in the weeds the and woods with you, though at times a weed whacker might help. Congratulations. This is when we were at 10,000 and stuff. So I think sometimes it's maybe it's too much, uh, we give too much information, but mm. he, he is a fan. He's somebody who's, uh, who's listened to us regularly. See... The weed whacker metaphor, yes. meaning, yeah, we can get a little too... Down dirty into the ground or into the, into the Yeah, weeds. there might be too much weed. And, you know, I, I guess that could be taken either way. Like, yeah, we kind of, sometimes we can muddy up the water a little bit. Um, like, but, you when know, it comes to yeah. certain things, like, um, with the timelining jumping and, like, and then I, I, I did the big mistake of going, I mean, I watched... 
X amount of episodes, and then we started the show. Yeah. And then what happened was I would know three episodes ahead. Right. I didn't know the killer, but I would know three episodes ahead because I would watch like three or four at a time. Yeah. In next year, I'm just going to watch two at a time. Great. And we're going to record those. So I'm not... I'm not going to start referencing, yeah. well, I kind of know. Like, right. And I, I told myself I wouldn't do that, but then I end up doing it. I know, and because it's, it's so good, right? And, yeah. and you, just want, you just want more Twin Peaks. I know. And I can't remember if we said on the show, but I think if you're agree, agreeing with this, the last episode of, of Twin Peaks episode, we'll watch it together like we did with uh, finding out who killed uh, Laura Palmer, yeah. the killer there. I'm excited for that. That'd be kind of cool, because I, I, I'd love it, because it's just a wild episode. It's a wonderful, great show, and I just love I don't want you have any time to write anything or get any notes. I want your like first reaction to the, like the last idea. episode. So yeah, I yeah. mean we're, we're 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 you know we're not there. We're, we're fine we're, tuning the show <laughs> to what we're getting feedback from. So we True. are listening. Yes. All right. So um, let's see. So this one is um, oh this is from Glenn as well, and he says you guys are messing with us. So <laughs> he's saying we're messing with them because he says been on a. T- Tender hooks, tender hooks. What is that? Ten- We've been on the tender hooks all week for Bryant reaction to the big reveal, and you do a Mulholland Drive, <laughs> Drive episode. episode. And then the following week, we, we did. Had, uh, we had that special event. Uh, yeah, Keys yeah. Open Doors event. And so that was like. But two- the thing was, is like he only. We were, that was it was episode thirteen, and then very next episode was going to be who killed Laura Palmer. I know. Uh, you find out, and we made we made viewers wait several weeks. And and I I did respond to this, and part of it is it's just it's just timing. I mean, part of it, it is was, timing because if Mulholland Drive hadn't come out on uh, Blu-ray, right. we you would have heard that episode, right? And then the following week was the event, and it was you were like, I want to cover this event, yeah. So it was timing, right? It was just timing. It just happened. I mean, I, I wasn't that far away from the from the event, yeah. And I said, hey, this would be kind of cool. We've never, and you know, it's yeah, it's interesting to, that you know. To do something different, to have a have a live event and, and be able to do so. And um, we were kind of like uh, the seasons of the of Walking Dead, where people didn't know if Glenn died, <laughs> and we were kind of like, "Well, will Brian find out?" And right. you won't know for three weeks. Right. And of course, I found out. But yeah, yeah. I'm it, still so giddy though that you did not know who killed Laura Palmer. I'm so giddy because it's so there's with the internet and everything that goes I on. I thought you were you were sure. I to never know. knew. Never right. knew in my life. Yeah. And I think Twin Peaks is a very special show where, for the most part. People do not talk about that in an yeah. open forum. Isn't that cool? It's That's amazing. really cool. I know because I've joined some forums to share the show because um, I've made friends with uh, a lot of the guests we've had on the show through Facebook. Um, someone did get in trouble for posting uh, some things they shouldn't have. I don't know what they did. It, but it was like it was like a big weekend or something, and yeah. uh, someone was like, I, "I apologize. I'll never post those things I, again." I wonder if, the, if if it was related to season three, maybe it could have been. It could be. I, I mean, they definitely over the last several months that went when in, in production, there was a whole issue where people were were too were, many were photos, too many photos, but photos that were really revealing and would really give things away. And yeah, and it's like, oh my eyes, I don't want to yeah. see that. I don't want to be ruined. But I know. Uh, so, um, Aaron Bates. Uh, from tw- in, uh, from uh, Twitter, she says, "How hard did I fall for Twin Peaks? I listened to four episodes of the excellent Twin Peaks Unwrap uh, podcast on Sunday. Listening to the- more now. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. And then, love- yeah. yeah, binge listening. Binge- <laughs> and then uh, and then she in another uh, another tweet uh, she mentioned about how uh, she wants a gift from us." <laughs> 
And the gift she would like would just to have Kyle McLaughlin on our show. And <laughs> oh God, if we could deliver that, you know, if we or any Twin Peaks podcast could ever deliver him, yes. I think we would have to bow to that podcast. Right. If it be us or another podcast, it would just be the biggest honor. And you know everybody yeah. would be so jealous because right. he would be the biggest get. He is the biggest get. You he can't is, get better than that. He's, I, the white, he's I, our white whale. He's our white whale. And I, I do want to go after it and, and try to see if we can get him on the show. I, I don't think I didn't really pursue it this year because we, you know we're, we've been too going much going on, on yeah. right now and I knew he was in production with Twin Peaks and I didn't think it was a good time, but you know when I heard gift I kind of interpreted it to be Christmas and so you're, Aaron you're not getting a Christmas present this year but maybe next, next year, year. We'll, we'll look into but it. But we do have some surprises for right. next year plans so stay tuned. And she says that, um, she says uh, thinking smaller she she'd be happy with a T-shirt so maybe we don't even have T-shirts. I know. No, but maybe I we was, should start a merchant store. We, maybe. <laughs> I was thinking, though, that it would be kind of cool if we ever made our own shirts for if we ever went to the festivals and stuff. Well, you know what, Ben? We could start. There is, like, these stores you could start, right? And we could – you just put your logo on things, and they do it as people buy it. And maybe we could start – maybe in 2016 we could start selling uh, coffee mugs and yeah. T-shirts. Here's what we do is, like, let's get some feedback. If you guys are really interested in something that we could totally – With our logo that. on it, yeah, which is not – you know – it's not a total original logo. Right. But we need to get, yeah, we need to, yeah, maybe we should read. Re, re, I like our logo. Yeah. But how cool would that be if we had Twin Peaks unwrapped mugs? That'd be wild. That'd be cool. Uh, we, we'll drink, we'll drink coffee instead of, well, you're drinking coffee right now, but yeah. But we'd have to drink, well, we're not on video, so. If we ever did a live stream episode. But everyone's other just go, <laughs> drink it. What, you know, here's another idea. You know, maybe the final episode of the season two, maybe we can figure out how to live stream. On YouTube. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be wild. Totally. Parachute. We could parachute the whole episode. Oh, boy. Ah, that's, I'm thinking get, Let's get feedback and see if people right. even want that. But that, that would be wild. That would be That'd crazy. That'd be kind of cool. You can watch I it with us. Maybe a special episode sometime. I wouldn't do every episode that No, way, just one. Yeah. Like, they could watch the episode with us right. in real time. You know what I think would be kind of cool, too, since we're, we're brainstorming on the show? Yeah, yeah. If we ever did the festival, we should do, like, our do it like a show at a festival. You know what I mean? Like, Was we that, could, you know, yeah, like, yeah. At, like, it wouldn't be live unless you do, you know, but we could totally, like, just record. A panel. Yeah, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, with another podcast. Yeah. If, if I, Scott I like Ryan, idea. somebody, you know, we could get on there. Yes, and we just do, all, like, all the podcasts. That would be kind of cool, yeah. Everybody. Sparkwood and, and 21, I, we'd love to have them on the show, too. That'd be so, cool. That'd the be ultimate Twin Peaks podcast. Yes. Okay, so. Let's my, move on, I know. We're going to go on and on. <laughs> we're going to get bad feedback here about this. All right, Mike Langley uh, uh, sent us an email, and he says, Hi, Brian and Ben. My wife and I love the podcast, and it contributes to our renewed but never absent fascination with Twin Peaks. It's so much fun hearing about the show through fresh eyes and all the analysis and, and predictions. Your guest interviews are great. Looking forward to seeing who else pops up. And he has some more to say. You know, he talks about the the wrapped in plastic magazine that he just got. What a treat that is. Nice. And yeah. then he, uh, he also talks about how they just recently redecorated their sitting room in their house. And it's so cool. I'm going to have to, we're going to have to post this on our social media. But, um, they got the they have the chevron carpet and the red drapes and they've got like this wow. owl statue. I don't know if it's a lamp or I think it's just a statue, but it's really cool. And yeah. he so him and her both yeah, him and his wife, his Mike. wife. Wow, that's awesome. So and I, this thing makes me think about my dream. 
This might be a 20 years from now. This is when the kids move out kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. I want to have like a media room that has the Chevron uh, Ooh, floor, yeah. the red drapes. And then I have like my, my maybe uh, red chairs that I can sit in with this huge big screen and surround sound. But that's my dream to have the red room theater. theater. <laughs> and then you can watch Twin Peaks every right, day. Right now I'm not going to do it because my kids would destroy that room. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> that room would be uh, – it would be – Destroyed, yeah. Yeah. So, um, Beardy Freak, or... Uh, Beardy Freak? I think that's how you say it. Beardy Freak? Is that how you'd say it? Yeah, I would say yeah. that. Beardy Well, freak. he's at Grindhouse Dave on Twitter. He says... Um, I So, he's got this... We, we've talked about the log, log theories about the log lady. Mm, he says... Yeah. I see the log like a doll that a child speaks through. Husband's death broke something in her, so she speaks through her log. So she, he kind of looked at it as the log as being a child, yeah. not so much. I always thought the theory of the husband's in the log, but he, he's it, looking at it as as maybe it's almost like a chi- like something to... The unborn child they, they never had. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, it kind of goes in the same line as we did. And we did have that interview with... Uh, Catherine, Catherine Coulson, yeah. Yeah, and she did talk about her own theory of that log. But I also... It, it's like, like almost like a memento or something. Yeah. Like something like a something that she cherished because it belonged to her husband. But yeah. I like the fact that everybody has their own interpretation and yeah. nothing's right and nothing's wrong. As David Lynch would say, whatever you think is correct. I like, I always, I like, I that. like that theory. You can't beat that. Yeah. So Tom Glass, he writes to us and... Wait, uh, Tom Glass, the comedian? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's... Hi, guys. Just wanted to wanted you to know that your show really, is really great. I don't usually listen to podcasts, but yours have something really special in it. Um, he says, I'm considering myself as a hardcore fan of Twin Peaks. I've watched it countless times and trying to read everything about it, but it it's still great to listen to Ben. He's so excited when he talks about the show. He sounds just like me. It's great to hear that Brian is really interested in the stuff, not like my friends who can't listen to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So he's got like, you know, Tom, you get to have people talk about something you're interested. And I know how that is to be a fan of something. Yeah. And you have no one to express that love about something. Right. Because there's a lot of things I like and a lot of my friends don't. Yeah. So it's tough. But I think with the podcast world, right. you find the community, yeah, and then you can have a dialogue. And granted, it's one way, right? But when you give us that feedback, it's a two-way street now, and um, that's an awesome email. Yeah, it's um, cool. Now it's such a gamble to, to try to unite us and do this podcast because because you had never seen it, so I could have, I could have, we could have started watching, and, and you could have been like, Ben, this show is not good. I can't watch this. And and I know you were you were questioning about it being a soap opera, but I'm, yeah. I'm glad to see that you stuck with it and you're yeah, enjoying this. I and... miss watching it. I'm itching to watch it. <laughs> and you know what, Twin Peaks, it. I like weird things. Yeah. And it's a show I've been dying to watch since I was a teenager when I know about it. And friends have told me about it. And I was like, I'll wait for the Blu-ray. Yeah. And I was going to get that Blu-ray, even if we did the show or not. And I got it. And then you were like, let's do the show. I'm like, great excuse to watch it. Let's do it. Cool. And I'm glad I liked it, too, because that would have been $150 wasted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You think about it. I mean, it is a gamble, but it is a gamble. Well, the good thing about that, is you <laughs> really? probably could sell it on eBay and make most of your money back. That's maybe. true. That's true. And it's 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 a region free, so you you could sell it anywhere. Yeah, really. I wouldn't sell. I I no. can't wait to watch the whole thing because I do want to go back and watch my favorite episodes. Yes. 
So Tom is from Poland. And he he did send us another. Uh, he wrote to us again through email, mm. and this brings up probably the the thing that's been been the email dust, probably Facebook, Twitter that we've got the most yeah. feedback on. And unfortunately, it's not positive feedback, but it has to do with Renette Polowski. Polanski. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's. We're not gonna go into no, it. No, we gotta go. We gotta spend okay, a couple minutes. Gonna... I. I'm sorry, we're gonna spend a few minutes talking about it. All right. All, all right. right. Well, first, I want to say that this is important to say that you know, I think it was I got. I, got, I think it was John who basically said, "Hey, Ben, why didn't you correct Brian about this? You're a long. You know, I'm. A, you know, you're you're supposed to be like an expert, or you've been. You know, I missed it." But I do realize that, like, I'm not the only one. You're not the only one that, that has, mm. has made this comparison. A very popular magazine that I think it's it's a great magazine, Video Watchdog, in, uh, in 1990, their number two uh, issue. And you have it in hand. I have it in my hands right here. It's a great – I mean, it's really thorough magazine. I, I hope we can get uh, – I hope we can get uh, – Somebody on from from the magazine. That'd be cool. Tim Lucas would be awesome if we could get on the show. Anyways, he has a section where he talks about different characters. And Renette Plowski, he says, a molested teenage girl whose name is un- uncomfortably uncom- similar to that of the renounced Polish filmmaker who fled the United, S- United States to avoid being tri- tri- tried for molesting a teenage girl. Mm. So he's making that connection. Say it's a very similar name. And that's what I thought of when I heard and that. and it's quite po- it's still very quite possible that it's not the same name, but maybe they did take it from that the the, the idea that she is molested, and the filmmaker was uh, the molestee, was accused of uh, being uh, that the molester re- yeah. molester that it's yeah. the compare. That's it. Maybe we should move. <laughs> move no, on, no. But, but I mean, but yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. And since we're not the only one, because when I heard that name, I thought it, and you know. People, I think people got hung up on the fact that we went back and forth about it for so long because we 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 even get we confuse each other and then we get confused and then we're, we're confusing you. So it's a lot and of we're confusion. only human. We're I'm only sorry. Human. We, we, we make mistakes. Yeah, but yeah. you know, Tom. So Tom emails us and he says, anyways, both names are Polish. So that's interesting. Both of these names are Polish. Yeah. And when, and when it comes to Polanski, uh, Pola, I'm sorry, Polowski, maybe they had it in mind. Um. Was this Kasimir Polowski? He was a war hero who brought both the independence of Poland and later the independence of U.S. Interesting. So I mean, it could. Who knows what it could come by? But yeah. I don't know if I want to get into everyone. John um, Bar Bar uh, Barn Barnady Barnady, right? Is yeah. That yeah. Yep. John Barnady. He said he's he's. He's a big supporter of ours. He sent he sent yeah. us emails all the time. He did let us know that you know we you know we didn't get his, the name right. Yeah, but it, yeah, John did email us a couple of times, and we do appreciate right. the emails from him. But he says, "I love your yeah. podcast. I, uh, I'm perfectly comfortable recommending your podcast all over the place. I love your interviews." But holy Christ, you guys need to get your character's name down. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes on. I think one of his one of his emails he says uh, he he was ready to throw his phone because that's yeah. not the first time I've heard that yeah. because to, to to draw a connection on Facebook. Uh, um, a female listener of ours, and I don't know her name, um, said that she got to the whole us talking about that last name or North Dakota, South Dakota thing or something yeah. weird like that. And um, she was like, I was like, going to throw my iPad out the window because you guys got it wrong. And it, But then, you know what it is? When you read things online or people send you stuff, yep. 
I think they're coming off from an emotional. They're like, how how could you have this wrong? Come on, guys. Right. And then when you you write back to them, yeah, you realize they're just. They're the listener because I listen to they the podcast. Lo- they, they enjoy listening yeah. to it and they want you to be you, correct. Correct. Right. And I get yeah, that. I get that, that too. Because right. there's sometimes where I listen to some of my favorite podcasts and they'll get some information wrong and I'll just, yeah, I'll just casually go, you're wrong. But <laughs> I don't email them though, yeah. you know. But, but I actually enjoy but the I feedback. I, I do. appreciate the yeah. feedback. And that's why, you know, today we're talking about yeah. that. John also mentioned on the diary show that, uh, that Brian, you said that she, uh, Laura Palmer didn't make it to 17, but he's saying that, uh, but she actually did. And it just, they just didn't celebrate her birthday. Like the, the diary just didn't say, you know, today's my birthday or something like that. Mm, yeah. But I do still think there's some, some things off about the diary. I think yeah. some of the dates are off, but we're not going back there. But I do appreciate John. Thank you so much for yes. your feedback. Thank you, Tom. And uh, yeah, that's awesome. So uh, I'm trying to think what if, I, if I have a few of them. I'm not going to read all of them. So um, Shana, Shana writes, uh, wrote to us. And she says, hi, guys. It's been, I've been working my way through your podcast and finally caught up this week. It's really interesting listening. And so here's something that happened. In, um, I think it was episode 16, season 2, uh, episode 10 that we were discussing. And I brought up, I found a newspaper that had an actress who was going to play Diane in the season. And it's like, yes. oh, and like this isn't like just one newspaper. This is in multiple. Like, So what I do is I go and I research the show and I go through multiple newspapers. You do a lot of work, Ben. I, I mean, I just have fun with it and stuff. Yeah. But I, and so it wasn't just one newspaper that basically said there was an actress who was gonna who was gonna be in who was gonna play Diane, and it just never happened. And so, uh, which happens because right with but, season three of Twin Peaks, it's happened yeah, multiple times. Shayna Shayna wrote to us, and she had all these great things to say about about Carol Lin, Lindley. And, like who supposedly was the actress going to be in it. And she was talking about how she was in Bunny Lake and is missing. And she, and one of the person that directed was uh, also directed Laura, the movie. So she was making all these great connections to Twin Peaks. Yeah. Well, unfortunately it turns out that is debunked. The actress never was going to be in, in, in Twin Peaks. And this is it how it came a about. Lot. Uh, Peter from Welcome to Twin Peaks he actually uh, asked this to Mark Frost in uh, June second, two thousand fourteen. He basically said to Mark Frost you know, through Twitter, "You know, is this true?" And Mark Frost responds, "Never happened. Never discussed it. Press uh, agent, uh, agent, agentry. Press agentry. P- B- P- BS. Yeah. Yeah. Glee." Gee, that that almost never happens. So he's basically saying the press somehow made this up. But it's still kind of mm-hmm. weird because it, it's not like the internet where you know you do a story and it spreads everywhere. It, we're, we're saying multiple. I mean, I guess there is a press agent or something that basically hear, hears facts and it spreads it along to these other newspapers. But it was yeah. interesting. It was I was excited when I found it and I found it in multiple sources. And then now we're learning from Mark Frost himself that it's that never happened. And you know, like con- comparison to the hype of season three and all of a sudden we're getting, this person's in it. Two weeks later, no. Right. This person's in it, no. Right. So I, I think roles have reversed. I think back then, there was no internet really to go to yeah. where everybody was making things up. It was sort of an after the fact or people, someone out there was like, this person would be great as Diane. Yes. And then... Um, an agent talked to an agent and an right. agent, and then all of a sudden became headline news, and nobody knew about it. 
Right. So they, I, I can show Brian a picture and and uh, of she looks of, like she, Laura Palmer. She does kind of look like Laura Palmer. And it's funny in my head, she's a blonde. In my head, I've always thought of Diane as a brunette. Me too. It's like, I don't know why. No, I agree. Like, I don't know why, but for some reason in my head, Diane's a brunette, and I always think she's. Uh, I don't know. I think she's like, <laughs> an older lady. I actually think she's younger. I mean, I well, younger. Well, everyone's in young in thirty. That. I mean, yeah. I think she's in her thirties or something like that. But I agree. I I pictured her like. An older secretary. Oh, did type. you really? Did you yeah. always think that was she like a like a teacher, like an old teacher, like you no, know, like, like a secretary, she, yeah. like a secretary, but like, I mean, she she's kind of older in this picture. This this, yeah. this actress. That's kind of the age I would picture. Okay. Um, you know, someone that's a little bit that's older than Cooper. Yeah. Um, someone that is that's like has total control of like. That's on top of everything. Like he's like, I need this, and she can have it to him in a matter of hours, even though <laughs> that's probably impossible. Back but she would 80, do it. Nineteen eighty nine, when the show is set. Yeah, it, you couldn't send it that quick. I don't think. Yeah, but. and our theories of Diane have gone from is he he's just talking to himself, and right. you know. But we we did he about name that. is yeah did he name is recorded Diane. and all that these are that's pretty much what I have and I know that like you just said at one point we thought about discussing the season three but I think that should, we yeah. should wait for another wait till we get closer to the, the official releases the, the official and releases stuff. and yeah because it's always being debunked and I I always get concerned if it's a spoiler or not like do we want to get into to what actor is bat is supposedly on the you show? Know, and, yeah. uh, I mean, before we recorded the show, I was really like, "Yeah, we should do it." And then today, the day as we're recording it, I'm going, "You know what? Sometimes when you find out an actor isn't something, right, and they don't want you to know, yeah, that could be a spoiler. Like that person, like you know, when Twin Peaks first aired, the guy who played Bob was a mistake. He right. was in the mirror. Now, if you know, will David Lynch do stuff like that? I'm sure he will. Right. I'm sure people are going to get into this show that are not famous by any means. Right. And he will incorporate them into the show. And I think that's a great mystery because these people, you can't look them up on IMDb. Yeah. And I'm excited by that. I'm excited to go into something blindly and not knowing who the actors are, not knowing who's going to be in it. And, you know, I was like, yeah. Maybe we should just not do it. Yeah, I agree. Well, I, I, I think we, I, yeah. uh, we can maybe go when we get closer to yeah. it. I would really like to Showtime to officially announce it. Because then when Showtime officially says these are people that are going to be in it, then I feel like, hey, they're mm. saying it's okay. It's and then safe. we know. Because there was a couple times where we thought we thought there were people that were definitely in it. And then all of a sudden it was debunked. And uh-huh. it was like, nope, that's, you know, that was yeah. just a rumor. And, and if Showtime is sanctioning who's in it, that means they're going to safeguard the mysteries of people that are going to be in it that they don't want you to know about. Yeah. I can imagine right. that Dave, David Lynch is going to tell Showtime, this is the cast, but you're not going to get the whole cast. Probably you, not. You know? Right. And I like oh, that. Yeah. So I, I think that's cool. I will say this. I believe Kyle MacLachlan. <laughs> yes. Agent <laughs> you know, Cooper is in yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Right? Yes. I mean, I, wouldn't, I don't think there would be a show without it. I mean, how can you go without Now, uh, I did Cooper. know the gentleman who played Bob died. Yeah. Now, what do you think? Yeah, so he died. I know. I mean... I I want to. I that could like, be embodied by yeah. anybody, though. Yeah, right. So you I mean, know? it'd be interesting to talk about when the series ends. Could he? Could could an actor we've already seen play? You know, in some way play mm, Bob, Bob or, or someone new? Or I could. I there's no. I Bob's have no, kid. <laughs> I personally have no problem with them recasting it. I mean, I think. I, I think um, Frank seen, Silva did an amazing job at yeah. that. But I feel like. 
I, I, just to represent evil, I feel like I wouldn't be that just, I don't know how other people feel, but it wouldn't bother me if there was another person playing Bob, I think. And you know what? I know people who look like that. I'm sure they'll find something that could look very closely to yeah. him. You know, you know, yeah, but it's interesting. Um, I do feel like, I feel like in some way you need to say he, he exists still. I mean, let's, let's, let's talk about it more. They'll green get, screen him in yeah, there, there for go. his old footage, like <laughs> old, the crow or something. <laughs> They'll do animation. So, yeah, Let's do, not go there. Do animation. So this week is Star Wars: uh, The Force uh, Awakens. The Force Awakens. Oh, Ben! Yes, I am. You know, you know, I am such a fan of Star Wars. I mean, I grew we up on Star Wars. Yeah. We are both. Yeah, of course, yeah. we're both. I mean, who isn't? But I mean, like, yeah. I had like every action figure. I had like all the comics, the books. I mean. I, yeah, it's really disturbing how much you know. I love I love Twin Peaks, but like, I really love Star Wars. Like when I was a kid, I had the bed sheets, I had yep. the posters, I had clocks, and, and well, you can, I still do to this day. <laughs> My girlfriend hates it. Oh man! Yeah. So why am I mentioning Star Wars on a Twin Peaks podcast? There's always a connection. There's always ben. a connection. So because this week is the movie coming out, I thought I'd bring up the fact that. David Lynch almost directed Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Like, he was so close. George Lucas said, you want to direct? That blows my mind. Because now, this is after Dune. And Dune got panned. Am I correct? Now, in 2016, I kind of think I really want to watch Dune. And yeah, I, let's, let's I, not, I think it's been a long time. Yeah, we should do that. Because I really want to I want to watch it. I I remember my dad watching Dune and I watched it with him. I was young and I remember the sand scenes and I remember all that. I remember Kyle McLaughlin being in that and um but I didn't know it was directed by David Lynch. I don't know who David Lynch was, but I remember right. my dad was a huge Dune fan. Um and I just wanted I want to watch it as an adult. And uh, see why people pan this movie. And maybe I'll watch it and like it. I don't know. But I know it didn't do well. The funny thing is, so I think I think it was 1984 that Dune came out. So I think, I mean, I'm trying, I wish I could, I wish I had the time. So it's interesting I, that George Lucas would ask David Lynch well, here's the thing to is do that. that. Well, here's the thing is, I believe George Lucas asked him in 1981. So you had okay. two ways of going. You could have... I think if I'm, if I'm if I'm getting my timeline right, you basically could have gone and done Return of the Jedi, or you could have gone and done Dune. Dune. And he decided to do Dune. Dune. So Dune was his Star I, Wars. I actually thought Dune could, took place before, but I think with with the timeline, yeah. But it, production wise, too, those movies, unlike today, probably took a couple years to make. <laughs> right. You know, back then, yeah. All practical effects and everything. So I so we have a clip. We'll end the show with 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 David Lynch. Uh, you know, David Lynch talking about that experience of talking with George Lucas about d- directing Return of the Jedi. But I want to say, what do you think? What would you think uh, Return of the Jedi would have been like wow. with David I, Lynch directing? Um, well, there could have been a dream, dream sequence. There would have been a dream sequence. There would have been like... It was know, slow pace. He would have had like a... <laughs> long shots of the stormtroopers just sitting eating right. lunch. And it would just be them with their helmets off, yeah. eating, and then like for like twenty minutes, and someone would come over like, "You got, you got a fork, I got a fork," and then oh, it would be like Darth Vader eating bread, oh, or, no. or you know like oh, man. talking with a mouthful of bread, or I don't know. The vapor. thing about Lynch too is like sometimes he has these wide shots, but he also does these extreme close-ups. So you'd have like maybe you'd have the emperor, <laughs> the emperor's mouth would just be like. <laughs> what, 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 what did he say? What would he say? I don't even know what he would say. It's like, 
kill Luke. Rawr. And yeah. just be close up of his lips. Yeah, yeah you're right. So um, be it. <laughs> so so be it. Every close up of his lips saying so yeah. be it. And um, as much as like yeah. like to me when I remember hearing about the, I probably heard about this like. Over 15 years ago, I remember hearing about that. I think I was crazy. still in college, so maybe it was even longer than that. But And I used to think, wow, my favorite movie franchise, Star Wars, and my favorite director, David Lynch, coming together to make this epic film. And the more I thought about it, it's like, this would be a bad idea. Like, it's not I mean, his I think cup Dune, of tea. Dune showed that, like... He's better off doing his own material. He's not. He, he he his hands would have been tied by the studio. George Lucas is a perfectionist. He would have been George Lucas. I I could just see George Lucas and and David Lynch butting heads because like the Ewoks have to do this and and uh-huh. and, and, and and David Lynch being like what? Can you imagine though? David Lynch would just allow anything to happen. So That's like right. happy the, accidents. Happy accidents would be the, the movie and Ewoks. Arm would fall off, and he'd be like, "Well, just leave it in there, because that's what would happen." Right. Yeah, I'm fine with this. Let me also, in some ways, that like you'd have like I'm trying to think like, what, what was it? Was it AT80s? Are they in that? At, one? Yes, AT80s. Yeah, the chicken is, is, walkers. Is that, are they in in yeah. uh, Endor? I think they are. Yeah. So they have one that fell over, and you just leave it there. It's like, ah, oh, just leave it there. It's, yeah, it's good. like a battle zone. So, yeah, that's cool. I'll just leave. It. I like that. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I it's not his cup of tea. Right. Just like Spielberg trying to direct the Twin Peaks episode yeah. and trying to be weird on purpose. I still would like to see that too, though. I would. <laughs> I don't know. Steven Spielberg's not weird, though. He's very, he's I think very he, direct. I th- I'm trying to remember if he was involved with Eerie, Indiana. I feel like he might have been. It was in- produced by him, I think. It was produced by him. And that had like a little bit of a Twin Peaks feel to it. Yeah, and I think he, well, he also did Young Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah, that? yeah, right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. David Lynch and Star Wars, right. it would be... It would be two great tastes that might not taste great together. <laughs> right. And, you know, and I don't think it says it, I don't think in this video clip or this audio clip he mentions it, but uh, he mentioned somewhere else about that he was never really a big sci-fi fan. There and, you go. I mean, I mean he, he yeah. likes some sci-fi, but he's not a huge sci-fi fan. Funny because then he goes goes on and does Dune, and I think Dune was his worst experience he ever had making a film. Why I mean, did he do Dune? Do you know why? Well, he says. I mean, in one in one place he says that somebody. Somebody said, oh, that was a great book. And he says, yeah, that is a good book. And I think that just here, having people say how great a book it was I d- made yeah, him kind of think. the book. Yeah, That's so maybe that – I think that he, was, he was really excited because the book was such a great book that maybe he wanted to try it. I mean, And I want to believe that the movie can't be that bad. I mean, so I, have you not – you said you did see it or it's been a long well, time? I, mo- I have like moments in my mind when I was a little. Yeah. I don't remember what it's about. Well, it stings in it. Yeah, I know that. And I'm looking at IMDb. I actually like the soundtrack, too. It's 6.6. That's not too bad. Right. And then there's different versions. I mean, there's longer extended versions. And we'll have to we'll have to talk about this. Maybe yeah. down next year sometime we'll have I to. I think that's yeah. our plans. So um, do, do, yeah. before we go, before we go, did you want to bring up anything about our plans for 2016? Um, yeah, I just want everybody to know we're going to be back in January with 17 and 18 and forward. We're going to have... Uh, surprises. We're gonna have interviews just like we've always been doing. So prepare, prepare for those. Yeah. And we will. Um, your feedback is always welcome because I, I think it will, it will help us form a better show. Right. We still have a Christmas episode next week, and then uh, the following one we'll be doing the best of our best of our best of. I know that'll be fun. I'm very excited. But, yeah. And to, can we say in January that we're thinking about doing this episode? It's a little different too. Or do you want to? Well, uh, it is. Well, yeah, we do have. In January, our first special of 
the new year will be X Files. X Files. I know it's a stretch, but I mean, I think I we're gonna do an X Files episode. Yeah, I feel like there's enough Twin Peaks related things to X Files that we can talk about. So it'll it'll be the week that uh, the new series comes season uh, comes out. Yeah, we're gonna kind of tie it in. Like we said, it's all about timing. We have the new season of X Files, and I think we're gonna. Probably talk mostly about the pilot episode, right? The pilot. Yeah, kinda... I thought we'd talk about the pilot, and I thought it'd be it could, maybe. I mean, we're still working it out. We still have what another month or so yeah, before we get yeah. to it. But I know I was still thinking about even looking at some of the shows that had some of the Twin Peaks actors in it. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, yep. Yeah, so I'm thinking even like Mike, Michael Anderson, who was a little man from another place. He did a great episode. Is it Humbug? Is it? Or it's been a while. Yes, yeah, I, I think it, is. it was Humbug. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was it. The, the the circus, and he was yeah, a hotel manager, the and freaks, oh, yep. the interaction he has between David Duchovny, uh, Mulder there, and himself. He's like, oh, just because I'm you know shorter that I'm different means I have to be part of the circus or something. But it was yep. like classic episode a wonderful episode and i think that'd be fun to, to talk about i'm that. excited to yeah. the x-files episode um we're I'm, both really excited about the new season and we we might have an interview or a couple interviews but you'll yeah. just have to wait to see um but yeah i think that's gonna be our a big our next special come the new year and then we're gonna yeah. have more and uh we're gonna cover more we're probably end up doing all david lynch's movies i'm i'm assuming yeah i think we, over we, time right. we will and i think so whatever the way it looks like it might happen is that we'll probably be doing our our ep, twin peaks episodes and then we'll do firewalk with me and that might get us to the summer i mean that might be between it with all the specials and things going on yeah and then we you know we are gonna play it by ear to stretch it out to get us to the new season three that's been confirmed yeah. for 2017. And definitely, we, uh, in, in the great feedback you guys have given, we'd love to hear more feedback. What do you want? What What would be the perfect interview besides Kyle McLaughlin? Like, who would you love to hear from? Yeah. And, like, are there other specialty shows you'd love to have that would you like us to do? Yeah, yeah, I, definitely. I mean, let us know. Yeah. Um, And on Facebook, Twin Peaks Unwrapped, like us. And, and, and Facebook's picking up. I try to uh, post different things as yeah, much as I, I can. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Really um, awesome. I'm on the boards. I'm always posting every week. Um, and I'm not just posting that. I see what's going on. I like stuff. I, I leave some comments and people talk back. And it's great. I love the interaction with yeah. people. And I've made friends because of this show on Facebook. So it's been cool. cool. And same goes for Twitter. I, yeah. Twin Peaks Unwrap is our handle and uh it, yeah that what a great community too and, and oh it's God. always growing and it's always really cool yeah. people have you know I, I appreciate all the feedback and the, it's a wonderful community and yeah for me it's just just being able to interact with other people and talk about and hear about twin peaks i love it it's something else yeah and we're always like twitter is just great yeah i love twitter yeah yeah twitter's so much fun yeah i mean <laughs> yeah it really is cool and so then you can also like us review us on itunes yes and um we you know we we were getting reviews, and um, you know, someone did post how they like the show, but we don't. We never have our notes together. And I think we covered that today. You know, Ben does a lot of research, but you know, you got a family, yeah. and it's tough. It's sometimes. funny because I feel like we're over. Sometimes I think we have too many notes. Like there's times where I come in and I like you know I think Mahalan Drive. I didn't even get to go through all my notes. Like we had so yeah. that, that was a packed show. That was over. Uh, was that was that two, two hours? hours. Two hours. <laughs> and I was like, I guess I'm not going to be able to go through everything. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, I'm going to keep myself in check. And I think that person was trying to hit on the fact that the time jumping when I build. Why no? Yeah. So I'm going to do my best to tear, make sure I'm. 
The episode we're talking yeah. about is the episode I watched right. only. I mean, you've yeah. yeah, you've done great now. Like the the recent yeah. shows, you've been doing wonderful, and uh, yeah, that's cool. So, and you can also always find us on Twin Peaks uh, Unwrapped dot com. That's where all our all our podcasts are. And maybe some merchandise <laughs> eventually. <laughs> Yeah, maybe, maybe someday. All right, so let's go, and uh, and I hope everybody goes see Star Wars. I'm I am excited. I've oh, already got God. my tickets. Some IMAX 3D. IMAX, I'm IMAX ready. 3D. I'm taking my whole family. <laughs> it's gonna be a good time. We're going. So here we go. Night. We've got David Lynch. He talks about meeting George Lucas and being offered to direct Return of the Jedi. Oh man, hold on. Let me get this. All right. He's, all right, you guys have. And a this week. is and oh. this is going to be uh, uh, the Hud- Hudson Union Society were the one that actually interviewed David Lynch. Thanks. You turned down George Lucas for directing Star Wars: Return of the Jedi. I was asked uh, by George uh, to uh, talk, come up to see him and talk to him about directing, which would would be the third Star Wars. And I had next door to zero interest. But I always admired George. You know, George is a guy that does what he loves, and I do what I love. The difference is what George loves makes hundreds of billions of dollars. (laughs) So I thought I should go up and at least visit with him. And it was incredible. I had to go to this building in LA first and get a special credit card and I had to get a special keys and a letter came and a map. And um, then I went into the airport and I flew up and then they had a rental car all ready for me and this uh, keys and you know, everything was set and I was to drive to this place and I came into an office and there was George. And he, he talked with me for a little bit and then he said, I wanna show you something. Now, right about in this time, I started getting a little bit of a headache. Just, a, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. So he took me upstairs and he showed me these things called Wookiees. And now this headache is getting, you know, getting stronger. <laughs> and he showed me many animals and different things. Then he took me for a ride in his Ferrari for a lunch. And George is kind of short. So his seat was way back and he was almost laying down in the car. We were flying through this little town up in Northern California. We went to a restaurant. Not that I don't like salad, but that's all they had was was (laughs) salad. Then I got a really, uh, almost like a migraine headache. And I could hardly wait to get to home. And I, even before I got home, I kind of crawled into a phone booth and phoned my agent. I said, there's no way, I know no way I can do this. He said, David, 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 calm down. You don't have to do this. And um, so George, Bless his heart, I told him on the phone the next day that he should direct it. It's his film. He invented everything about it. But he doesn't really love directing. And 
So someone else did direct that film, but um, I, did, I called my lawyer and told him that I wasn't gonna do it, and he said, you just lost, I don't know how many millions of dollars, <laughs> but it's okay.